online courses, maybe you've taken one. Maybe you're thinking of creating one as a content creator, but let's take a look at online courses as the ultimate lead magnet. Why aren't you providing more education for your customers, for your prospects in the form of an online course? We're going to tell you all the details as to the why and how you can easily do this for your business on the next episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikToking, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover. Whether you're a marketing professional, entrepreneur, or business owner, you need someone you can rely on for expert advice. Good thing you've got Neil on your side. Because Neil Schaefer is your Your digital digital marketing marketing coach. coach. Helping you grow your business with digital first marketing, one episode at a time. This is your digital marketing coach, and this is Neil Schaefer. Hey everybody, Neil Schaefer here. Welcome to episode number 285 of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Well, first off, my sincere apologies. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you probably expect episodes to come out every week, and I try my best to do so, but if you haven't heard, there's a lot of stuff going on recently in my world and just in the world in general as we begin to slowly emerge from this pandemic. Uh, For those of you that follow me on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, I've already talked about this, but... I am the busiest uh, that I have been either speaking and or attending conferences since the fall of 2019. So it's been a great thing for my business. I think it's a great thing for all businesses. And man, it's been really hard to keep up with my podcast recording schedule. Um, What this means for you is, man, there's a lot to talk about because between the last time that I recorded an episode and today, I attended and spoke at Content Marketing World for the first time. I I attended it for the first time as well. And I just got back from attending Vid Summit for the first time. So there's a lot of great episodes, great content to share with you. My mind has just been blown uh, over the last two weeks, as well as experiences speaking uh, in front of audiences. Uh, I did a, a private training for salespeople in the well, construction industry on how to better leverage social media, especially LinkedIn. And next week, I will be in Santa Clara, California at the Digital Marketing World Forum. Hope to see you there. I'll be speaking on how to leverage the influencer marketing funnel for greater ROI. So anyway, uh, it's been busy times here at Neil Schaefer Incorporated. But today, we are going to switch gears as I have a very special guest, Alyssa Marshall. Alyssa is founder of Owlish, that's O-W-W-L-I-S-H, and what Owlish does is they basically make it easy for you to create an online course and put it anywhere. Now, I know you may be thinking, well, I'm not a course creator or this isn't relevant to my business, but I think after you hear Alyssa's story, she has a pretty incredible story of originally being a dentist and then starting with a Facebook group to help other dentists 
And then realizing that by creating something online, it can help more people 24 seven. And then realizing that there's gotta be an easy way to do this and then voila, you have her company, Alice. But anyway, that's sort of a preview of what we talk about, but I think it just covers a lot of concepts as to how do we, how do we grow an audience in social media, grow a community, and then where do we take these people next? How do we get them to create a deeper relationship with us using this format, which is the online course? So I'm going to leave it at that because I really want to make sure that you listen, not just to Alyssa's story, but to how this technology can really help, I think, anyone listening to this podcast. So without further ado, here is my interview with Alyssa Marshall of Owlish. You're listening to your digital marketing coach. This is Neil Schaefer. Alyssa, welcome to the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Neil. It's a pleasure. Well, yeah, I'm really excited to have you as well because we talk a lot about content marketing here and I'm really passionate about lead magnets. I did a two-hour workshop for the American Association of Auctioneers on just on lead magnets last week in San Diego. Auctioneers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, everybody needs lead mat. Everybody needs a list, right? That's true. And I'm, I'm really excited because I've seen a lot of companies start to do more educational things, not just to build their list, but also to build their community with customers. I know we're going to talk a lot about that today. Yes. Be- before we do, Alyssa... I'd love for you to just, you know, introduce who you are and how you got to get into this space of online courses. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. My name's Alyssa. I'm the co-founder of Alish. Alish is in online course platform that makes it really easy for non-technical creators to put up awesome looking online courses on their websites, regardless of the platform. I did not start here. I am a dentist. I'm actually licensed in two two countries, South Korea and the United States. I graduated from South Korea and then my family's circumstances brought me over to the US and I had to become licensed here again. And I ended up going to UCLA, graduated there in 2012. And that process that should have, I mean, it sounds like it should be easy, right? Like a dentist over there, I should be able to be a dentist here, but that was not easy at all. It's very competitive and really complicated, lots of steps. And when I, so it took me two tries to get in. And the first try, obviously I got in nowhere. The second try, I got in everywhere. And so like people started to reach out to me for help, right? Like, oh, how did you do this? Like, help me, can you help me? And it's just, it was very organic, but that got me basically to start a business around it. And that business was largely structured around, or is still largely structured around online courses. And I mean, okay, I still do love dentistry, but online courses gave me something that dentistry couldn't, right? I have students joining my course when I'm sleeping, whether I'm actively working or not over the holiday season. Are these courses for people that want to learn how to become dentists, basically? So they already have to be dentists. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. From abroad and okay. not non-American dentists. And then if you need to get your, you know, because you have to go back to school for two years, at least most people do, but you're competing against each other. You're not getting into those traditional dental school, let's say spots, you're competing against each other. And it's just so, I I think still it's mind boggling how many dentists are of international dentists, like have family circumstances that called the US. Sometimes it is just aspirational, right? Like they want to move here. 
And yeah, so I retired as I'm working as a dentist and pursued that full time uh, from when I was 31 years old. And it's, I've never looked back. I really love, you know, the freedom it gave me and like I can live wherever I wanted to, which I absolutely full of, took full advantage of before I settled down and have kids. But, um, but yeah, so I stopped practicing and I had my um, dental business and then that dental business being around online courses is what led me to eventually co-found Allish because of all the frustrations that came with platforms and whatnot. And we can talk about that later. Oh, I definitely want to talk about that. Um, I, I go deep into marketing technology, but I want to take a step back. When you launched this online course... What year was this and was it free or were you charging people like, you know, a monthly fee or, or what? What was the business model? Yeah. Okay. So in 2013 is when it started. Very early. In the very beginning. So there were like a few forums and Facebook groups where my audience congregated, right? And I knew exactly where they were. And now the landscape is very different. I think I've inspired a lot of comp competitors to pop up, to be quite frank. I was like the original, like, you know, person that did the whole thing. But back then, there was absolutely no help anywhere. So I did charge, but I didn't build a course until I sold it first. And like the by selling, I mean, I put up a sales page and a landing page. And it was like a video of me talking about what it was going to what I was going to sell. And I was, um, I, I had a price tag to it. And I said, this is going to start in, I think it was like, I gave myself six weeks uh, on this date and a new module will be released twice a week and for how many long and this is this is what I did but actually before we did the online course route I did teach live first okay and so I got to really learn about their needs and wants and all of this first and then it was like okay live teaching is fun and all but how do I scale this and I mean this had never been done before like you don't learn how to cut a tooth uh, by watching a video, right? Like dental, that, that's dental school and dental school is is a live thing. And so it was that big question mark of, will I be able to teach this online sufficiently well so that they can pick up, let's say the nuances in little hand techniques, right? Because it's kind of like, if you really think about like, the best metaphor that I can think of is like teaching somebody how to paint a picture online, like you just think of it like, okay, I'm going to go to a teacher and learn how to do this live. But like, I I learned how that I could, in fact, do this online. And it just, I could teach a lot more people, right? And lower my price point and help a lot more people, which I did. But yeah, the way it started was not just by jumping in and saying, I'm going to do this. I, it, I had sufficient time to validate the fact that people actually wanted this and I pre-sold. And then I built the course. It's like a textbook best practice. I'm sure we launched a course, but <laughs> let me ask you for those live courses then. So you were built, you, you organically got asked these questions. You uh, began to hang out in areas where these people congregated and then yeah. you sort of launched it. So the live courses were also for fee. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But then you started getting uh, people attending. It's like, okay, this will fly. How then do I scale this? And therefore the course. So I'm, I'm curious, 2013, because I am someone who's always looked at creating my mm -hmm. own online course never did, but mm -hmm. I've always looked at the platform. So oh, you're missing out, Neil. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know. You're going to convince me, like you're going to convince yeah. all my listeners. But I'm just curious. Back in 2013, what technology did you end up using? Like a WordPress plugin approach, or how did you go about doing it? Yeah. So, oh gosh, thankfully for me, my husband is a developer. Oh, okay. 
And yeah, oh, I would not have been able to do that by myself. It was a WordPress and it still is on WordPress, right? So it's WordPress plugins and we used so many of them and we actually tried to move off of WordPress too. Because for me, I'm like, I'm an independent woman. Like I want to be able to do things on my own. And I get into the WordPress backend with like the plugin. I'm not going to name names, but I used all of them. And whichever one we tried, it's just like the backend becomes a disaster in like a week or two. And it's just, I cannot, it just feels like I can't, do anything on my own without like going through a developer or like asking my husband for help. And it's just like, no, I don't want that. I had the concept for a course. I actually hired a guy in Upwork to put it together Uh, and a WordPress plugin, but I couldn't, I couldn't own it for that. Those very same reasons. Exactly. I totally get that. So let's talk about the technology last, because I think that's also going to be a natural lead into your product, but for sure. Yours is a great case study of it's, it wasn't so much a side hustle, but it was a great way to serve people, share mm-hmm. your knowledge, charge a little bit of money, able to scale it. And here we are today. Yeah. Um, and well, since you're from Korea, I can say, it's the only time you ever hear me say Korean. <laughs> Actually, you said I, that I, well. <laughs> I lived in Japan 15 years and I, okay. I speak Chinese as well. And I actually oh. took three months of, of Korean. Um, and did some business trips there. But, you know, mm. I, I could only say a few things. But anyway, before I embarrass myself even further. Um, so online courses, I think a lot of people just think of them as, well, this is how I'm going to monetize my influence. Like, you know, we, we talk a lot about influencers uh, and stuff on this podcast. Right. But you're saying you look at online courses as a way of increasing your opt-in rate. So uh, more oh, yeah. as this lead magnet. Yes that you can also run ads directly to them as well and sort of scale oh, that. Sure. So I'd like, I'd like to sort of uncover what that means. So we have a variety of listeners here. Some are our businesses like your dentistry business. Some are people that are influencers. So yeah. let's, let's, you know, take a look at uh, online courses from that lead magnet perspective. And, and can you share with our audience what you mean by those things? For sure. So we've all heard the classic adage of like, you need to build your list and you have to own your list and you have to market to your list and all of this, right? And what do we do to build the list? Like the classic recommendation for building the list is to make some kind of lead magnet. And usually they it's been told to like make a PDF of something that is valuable Make it valuable, but make it also simple, like a checklist or something that they would really want and put up a PDF and then put up a pop-up and get your leads that way. And then you can email market to them. Mm -hmm. The thing is, how many people, like, okay, first, okay, maybe people will opt in, but what is your opt-in rate? Is it good? And do you think that if you created a small online course, I'm not talking about a big flagship course and giving that away for free. Absolutely not. But if you made a small mini course about something, just a few modules and like a few minutes each of videos, right? But like now when you're saying this is a get this online course for free, it's just like, oh, because the perceived value of a course is so much higher. So I have this exact experience in my business. In the beginning, I was just doing a PDF as well. And the PDF that I can really talk about in terms of like example most easily, I think is the most the most common interview mistakes. Because like to get into grad school, you have to take inter- go through the interviewing process, right? So, and I was told like, okay, make the PDF. So I made the PDF and I, and I did get opt-ins through it. Yes. And I grew my list, but then suddenly I realized like, Hey, I have a course on interviewing. It was a flagship course and I was selling them and it was selling well. And what that, but like, I wanted to have a funnel that would lead them to that course. And I was just like, I think this funnel could be stronger if I swapped the lead magnet from a PDF 
to a course, to a mini course where I where I'm teaching so that they can get a better idea of who I am and see if they like me. And, you know, like they say, you have to create no like and trust. Yep. The advantage of a video course is that you get all of that in one it, and it doesn't even have to be that complicated. So I got by swapping that out, my opt in went up 70%. Then from the people that opted in, the conversion to the sale went up another 60%. Mm. So calculate that. That was like a huge aha moment for me. Like, oh, I'm selling courses. It makes a lot of sense to just have a little course as a opt-in gift instead of doing PDFs. Great advice. Yeah, I actually uh, taught these auctioneers 25 different lead magnets um, oh. But the online course, believe it or not, was one of those 25. Oh, good uh, and, and, and for me, it's funny because, and I know we're going to get into technology, but I've had talks of like, you know, the Teachables and the Thinkific, who I'm sure yes. your competitors. Oh, and it's yeah. like, how long do I need to make these courses? And I love your answer, which is a few videos, a few minutes a piece. We don't, Simple. we tend to overcomplicate things and we tend to put up these walls. Oh, gosh. Mentally. And I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of people like this, right? So oh, I love yes. that advice of... Make it easy. You're just going to give them a little peek as to what it's like, what's your teaching style like, and just give away a little bit, give them an easy win. Yes. Um, so, you know, how then, mm -hmm. I mean, our online course quickly, I guess we have all the tools we need. We have iPhones we could shoot videos with. Yeah. We have QuickTime that we can record ourselves with. We have Loom. Mm -hmm. um, is it just a matter of putting together those few things that'll drive demand for our product and then obviously using a platform like yours to get it up there? Is that is that really all there is to it? I, yes. Yeah. So the short answer to that is absolutely yes. You do not, and you really shouldn't complicate things. I mean, there are so many things that like, if you go down the rabbit hole of looking at the best filming gear and like the best mic and you know, all of this, like, oh, okay, yeah. it's going to give like 5% better production, but the value you get as a business owner by having an online course opt-in like over, like after a week, Versus after three months, because you complicated it, your business is going to be at a at a much, much better place. So this is what I say. First of all, just try to make this a weekend project. And if you've been in whatever industry you're in, in business long enough, whether, whether you're an influencer or a coach, or even if you're selling, let's say, a physical product, you probably already have content you've written about or created around this topic, Right. Grab that first. Don't stare at a blank computer screen trying to figure out like, okay, how do I make a course? Like, just don't do that. Just grab those. And if it's easier, print it out, like have papers around you and be like, okay, I talked about that over there and that over there and that over there. And let me just bring those as like lessons. And if you have video that you could cut up and just use, okay, go for it. Otherwise, you got your talking points created. And if you are the type of person that needs some kind of teleprompter, there are free apps out there that video records and teleprompts you at the same time. It's like, Everything is so easy. The apps have made everything so simple. Just use your phone and your computer and you do not need anything else. Like I have a better mic. I'm using my not good mic right now because it broke over <laughs> It's all good. Last couple of days, but like, like I didn't cancel with Neil because my mic broke. Like I'm here, yeah. you know. So show up and do your thing. So, 
and dig up your old Facebook posts, you know, and those still work really well, right? The long form social media posts, Instagram, wherever you posted those long form posts, those are super value packed. And you probably, they got like buried underneath your feed. Dig those up and find talking points from there. Don't start at a, don't look at a blank screen. And really for your, for your free course, you're looking at a small topic. Like if you were to teach this to somebody live, you really should be able to teach it in like 45 minutes to an hour. Like you are not looking to convey this gigantic big message. It should be something specific because you want them to have a fast win. And that way they feel good about you because you've already given them a little win. And the last module of your course or the last lesson should be about your paid course, like why they should continue with you further and what your flagship offers are. And I mean, speaking of, I even knew of somebody that he had a business where he did not even have his flagship online course on his website. It wasn't listed. You would only find out about it through his free opt-in course. I've seen someone who does that in order. Yeah, yeah. You, you do the free course. Then only if you go through that, do you actually get access? Right, right. Yeah. Now you you are qualified to buy because yeah. you did your part of the work, right? And So you're saying 45 yeah. minutes to an hour for the free course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should all, that should be all it takes for, let's say, if I'm going to go through your course, Neil, like I don't, I'm busy. Like, give me a quick win within an hour. Like, I don't want to spend more than that. Right. And I should have a quick win in my hands. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You mentioned UCLA. So I actually am teaching my first class at UCLA Extension tonight on oh influence and marketing. Yeah. Another reason why I was a little bit late starting this interview. Um, and it was the first time I've taught at other universities. Usually I just teach a module. This time I had to come up with the course for ah, the class. It's, it's 15 oh, hours. Yeah. And it's the core of it is five hours of just teaching about influence and marketing. I'm thinking in the back of my head, if I ever wanted to create a masterclass, I, I would probably create a different course. But if I ever wanted to do it, though, that very first hour really sells influence mm-hmm. and marketing, introduces what I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. um, and gets people excited enough that that would probably be the natural thing that I would want to do. And, and I guess as I create the courses, I realize there's subtopics like, okay, there's bullet points. Yeah. So for this hour, I want to cover these five or six things right. and those become modules. So I guess for everyone listening, it's really a great exercise. Whatever you're an expert in or your business sells products around, you already have tons of content. I was repurposing blog oh, yeah. content, right? I yeah. want to talk about FTC influencer guidelines. Well, I have a blog post about it. I can repurpose it in the slide. So once you start to create an outline, of what you want to teach and bullet points for the modules. And then just like, where would the free end? It, it It's all making sense to me. Alyssa is what I'm saying. So you're, you're doing yeah. a really good job. It just, you know, <laughs> as you were speaking, I was thinking of my good. own situation. I'm going to follow up with you make sure you have a free course. Um, uh, but <laughs> yeah. And for people like, you know, you might already have an online course that you're selling. Right. And if you do the easiest and fastest way for you to get a opt-in gift for free is to just open up one of those lessons for free, you know, and just see how many people opt in and see how that converts for you. And, you know, you can make like a low production course right now. And if it does really well for you and you realize like, okay, this is worth it, then maybe, maybe at that point, invest in better lighting or invest in a better mic or camera and whatever. Think about that later, but just get something out there because it's so, it's such a powerful tool to, it's so much better than YouTube. <laughs> like YouTube has like this 
their thing is like, okay, keep people on their platform, show them another juicy video next. And, you know, and so it's, it's, it's different. Their objectives do not align with yours. Your objective is for them to know, like, and trust you and to ultimately buy whatever it is that you're selling, whether it is, I don't know, CBD oil or whatever. Like, and if you're selling physical products, you can like walk them through your production process and show why it is like, you know, your commitment to quality, if you will, because like things like CBD oil, like I've shopped for CBD oil before. And it's just like, can I trust that company? Yeah. They all say they're wonderful. I know it's not regulated. Like who can I actually trust? And so like, you know, it's super helpful to just gain that likability factor and trust. And you have a captive audience that is not distracted with all these other videos on the side or pops up at the end of the video saying, you might want to watch these other things. Like, no, this audience is with you and gaining a quick win while they're with you. And you can lead them to the next logical step, which is to join your coaching program or to purchase your course or whatever it is. I think there's a lot of perceived value as well in that it's not on YouTube. It is in a gated community. Um, And hey, this content is not available on my YouTube channel. I I would pretty much say that at the beginning. Yeah, that's a great idea. So I'm I'm curious. So you've made it really easy for us to think about how to create our first course. Don't overcomplicate it. Even if you wanted to buy mics or, I mean, these are like 100, 200, I mean, maybe the camera, but Outside of that, we're not talking a lot of money. So don't, yeah, don't overstress it. So I want to ask you then, so we have a course, we have the lead magnet. How do we use that course now to Mm -hmm. fuel the rest of our business? How do we, how do we tie it together with everything that we do? Yes. So, oh my gosh, once you have a course, like the things that you can imagine is it's honestly, your imagination is the limit, but I already talked about in the course to make sure that you lead into selling. Your course is not just going to be about teaching, but the last part should at least introduce them. If the word selling doesn't sit well, good with you, you have to at least let them know that because if they had a good experience going through this course with you and got value out of this, then they probably are wondering, okay, what else can I do with you? So introduce them to all the other things that you do. Can they do hourly coaching with you? Can they do a group program with you? Whatever it is, let them know. And that autom- that's basically a sales machine for you. You got a captive audience on the other end going through that. Or if you want to take it a step further and you want to put a little bit more money behind it, try sending ads there. Instead of sending ads to your... I don't know, sales page where it's just like, buy this from me. I know you don't know me, but uh, I know you will like this program, but it's a really long click funnels landing page. Exactly. (laughs) Instead of doing that, or I mean, you know, the more savvy, even like a slow funnel offer or whatever. No, just send them to a free course where you are going to, in that course, captivate them, give them a win, and let them know how else they can work with you. And of course, not everybody will do that, but the people that do that, you will see a lot more people converting from that, I think, than if you would send them directly to the sales page directly. So I guess, yeah, the natural thing is when you're done, I mean, you're creating the online course as a lead magnet, but you truly want to serve people and you're helping them, you're educating them. So, hey, here's how we can continue to serve you. Here's how we can continue to help you. We have these products, we have these services. So I guess if we don't need to overthink it, just make it a natural extension, uh, a a great way to conclude it. So I now want to get into 
the, what we all geek out about, which is the technology part. So uh, I think over the years, it's become a lot easier to create online courses. I saw sure. a gentleman named Brandon Burchard uh-huh. many moons ago, and he was one of Kajabi's earliest you know, heavy users. And yeah. a lot of people use them as this, this all-in-one solution. Yeah. And we've also seen the emergence of SaaS platforms like Teachable, Thinkific, Podi, or there's a host of others, including so yours, that make it easy, but they have their own complexities as well. Different than the WordPress complexities, but there's a lot of moving parts there and it's not necessarily as easy as it sounds. So I'm really yeah. curious because, hey, listener, this is the first time I'm going to get the deets about uh, Alyssa's platform as well. I'm really curious as to how you've structured your platform different from all those other things I talked about. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So as a non-technical creator myself, the having to go back and forth with a developer just to make what seemed like a little change on my site was, I did not like that feeling at all. And I've looked into the other platforms. And the reason I didn't go with them is because I had to have a own my own dedicated subdomain just for my online course. And my business had more complex needs than just that. Like, for instance, I needed my students or clients to be able to book mock interviews, not with just me, but like they needed to be able to choose like an interviewer, right? I have like people that I work with that help my clients. And so they needed to go through their profiles and be like, okay, I want to work with that person for my mock interview. And then you need to book everything. And then like the whole entire process of mock interviewing is also not just a back and forth. There needs to be like a structured way of pulling up questions to ask and like notes to type anyway. All this was really complicated and no other platform could do this because yes, having a subdomain makes it really easy to host a course but just a course and that's it. And you're at the end of the day, having to manage your own website and your course website separately. And I did not like that. And so the idea of Owlish is that you should be able to have a beautiful looking course, even if you can't code on any page of your website that you say it should live on. And of course it's gated, right? It's not just like anybody can find it. No, of course you have to be logged in and all that, but As long as you're logged in and you have access to the course, you, the creator, should be able to say, okay, this page is where this course should live, not courses.neil.com. You know, like it shouldn't be separate. I just really did not like that separation. So that is the biggest differentiating factor because the only way to do that was WordPress, unless you hard code everything from scratch. WordPress and its plugins are wonderful if you can. I'm laughing because, oh gosh, the complexities of WordPress, it's supposed to be easy, but really you can't get your WordPress site to look like what you want and do what you want without the help of a developer if you're not one. If you're not technical, oh, like I've tried to learn it. I no, just, it was just a hard no for me. So as much as, as frustrated as I was, I just didn't learn and I just chose to stay frustrated but we built another software. So that was the whole thing of Alish is that it doesn't matter which platform you use. You just drop a few lines of code inside your header and um, it will display the course. It basically takes over and you can design it however you want it. And uh, yeah, you have your course where, where you say it should be. So I guess it's sort of like landing page software where mm-hmm. you create the landing page outside of your site and then you have code. So you create, for instance, in WordPress, you create a page put the short code in there, make sure the JavaScript's in the header, 
and boom, yes. you can display. Is that basically how it works? That is exactly it. Yes. Okay. So are you like an iframe window inside the page then? Or it maybe is not I'm getting... an iframe. Um now we're getting technical. Are and... you consuming the con are you consuming the class inside the website? It's a it's gonna be displayed on your website, but not through a iframe. I know we use a different tech because an iframe could end up with two scroll bars or something. It was just kind okay. of kind of antiquated. It works, but it wasn't as seamless and modern looking as whatever it is that we chose to do, gotcha. but I'm not the dev. So if I want to do, and I'm assuming then that page could include uh use support like payment. Yeah. Email marketing integrations. Yes, yes, yes. So whatever it is that you do, you keep that. What we do is put in the course where you say it should be. Okay. Yeah. So right now we don't have our own payment gateway, but okay. if you, you have your own payment gateway and you're selling whatever, like what we do is just, okay, here's, you want the course here? Here's a course here. Got you. So by clicking a button, then the, it's going to call the course from your website to my yes. website, basically. Yes. Okay. But I have to control the payment gateway and then user access. Yes, yes. Well, the user access is automatically done with us. So basically, um, with your payment gateway, we will be communicating with that to be like, okay, this person paid, we give this person access. And so we sync with your user list. So you can control the users inside our app, or from whatever it is that you were using before as well. Okay. And then what are some of the email marketing software that you integrate with just for the listeners? Um, okay. So email marketing, could we don't like integrate with email marketing. What we just, sorry, I guess I should have been more clear. What we do is we just do the, the, the course part. Um, okay. and so this is not for people that need to have something like all in one. I think that really is more Kajabi, right? Like that really is like your website, your email marketing, like just do this one thing. This Alish is for like, I have my site, I have all the moving parts. Like I have my email marketing. I, ha I have this and I have that, but we will be able to, uh, with a Zapier, okay. talk to your email marketing software to be like, okay, this person is added to the list. That is what we do, but we don't actually have direct integrations at this moment. Gotcha. Which makes a lot of sense because those integrations require support and, and everyone uses different email marketing. So Zapier pretty much is a standard. So yeah, 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 oh. yeah. So basically on Owlis, that's where I am creating, I'm uploading the videos and uh -huh. putting the course together and then payment gateway and, you know, a simple landing page on my website. And once people pay, then boom, once they click on the link, they're going to be able to see my mm -hmm. course from your website. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And like to make sure that it looked good was so important for me. <laughs> So do you have a lot Aesthetic. of templates that help people make really good looking courses? So it just looks good from the get. We hired like um, a designer that was really mind-blowingly good. He actually works for the Dubai government. Anyway, he does like a bunch of um, apps and anyway, he was, he's very, very good. And so he did our, the whole thing. And then with CSS, so like there are like basic controls that you can do without the CSS knowledge, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Like change and upload whatever's, or if you can, like, if you want to get in more into the weeds, we have like an advanced setting area where you can like really geek out and change whatever it is that you need. And we are a young company. And so we stay super connected to our creators. And so if you need any help with any tweaking or whatever, just reach out to us. We'll get on a 
quick call with you and we'll help you figure it out. We well, will not let Alyssa, you when did When did you guys launch? Early this year, right? Oh my gosh. Now that you're asking that, I'm not sure. Wow. 2022. Yeah. So you're yeah. less than a year old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing for such right. a short time. And then are there any other things my listeners should know um, about your platform compared to all those other different ways of creating and, and serving courses? Yeah. So we really are the place to come to if you don't want a subdomain, if you don't want a separate site and you don't want to use WordPress. Gotcha. Because WordPress is great, but otherwise it's not. Um, you can <laughs> upload the videos directly to us or you can, you know, if they're hosted on Vimeo already, you can just grab the link there as well. But it's so much easier to utilize an LMS like us instead of, let's say, because technically you could cobble it together, right? Like you can put a video on one page and then you can be like next lesson and you can hyperlink it to the next video. And it's really... The issue with that is that whenever you need to update your course, you have to update all of it. If you change, if you want to change the lessons around, even you have to make sure that everything is still like connected correctly versus ours. It's just like, you don't have to think about any of that. You can drag and drop and change the lessons or the modules around and it will work for you exactly how it is intended. And that is why you would use an LMS versus like trying to hack it together. So don't try to hack it together. And uh, yeah, like if your business has complex needs, it will, it will grow with you. Like whatever needs you are already have, or even if you have a forum, like whatever, like other parts of the business can stay how it is. And you can just put in a course, it's like it's perfect for this lead magnet thing, you know, like you can just put it on instead of having to be like, okay, go to that subdomain and log in again to be able to access that like freebie course that you have. Like, no, it's on my website. I control the branding. I control the entire experience for the users. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that, that sounds great. So for those listening, I'm already thinking, you know, I'm a ConvertKit user. Mm -hmm. So you could create a ConvertKit landing page, introducing the course. Um, ConvertKit actually has payment processing built in. I, I have a mastermind where I use something called ChargeKeep, which I would recommend as well. It's an external one. Uh, not a lot of people know about it, but it's a great little, great little software. Aww, if your email marketing software doesn't support payments, but that's something that easily could be built into ConvertKit landing page. It's free. Click here. They get the email and the email has a link to be able to access the course and it's a free course. So they basically create the user credentials, I'm assuming on your screen and then away they go. So yeah. I, I can sort of see how it's not that hard to put together. No. Um, and I know that we talked earlier that you have sort of a special deal a yeah. special way. I mean, seeing is believing. And I think for those that want to really like try it out and they don't want to get mm -hmm. bombarded by corporate salespeople Yo. every day asking them like, Hey, are you ready to buy? Oh um, my gosh. That you have a truly, you know, buy creators for creators product, which I, I always want to support. So tell us about um, how our uh, listeners can, can get started to, uh, to try you guys out. Yeah. So for all of the listeners of Neil's podcast, we are going to give you, if you so want to, uh, two months free for our plan. So all you need to do to get that is to come to allish.com. And that's two W's, O-W-W-L-I-S-H.com forward slash Neil. And just put in your name and email and you'll get two months for free. That is awesome. Thank that's you so it. much. Remember that is, I, I am the real Neil. So any -E A-L, don't don't do oh, the yeah. Starbucks barista error there, people. Um, and no eyes. <laughs> it's not K-N-E-E-L either. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, you know, I challenge you all, if you've been thinking about like I have, to spend, you know, 60 days and try it out uh, and get something up. And if you need help, 
I'm sure the Alice support oh, people are there. Out. If you need help with well, what lead magnet should I create? That's what my support group, my digital first uh, mastermind group is for. So there feel free go. to check that out at, at neilshafer.com slash membership. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, this has really been awesome. I'm um, hearing your journey and how you organically created this product, but there's a need in the market. I agree that once you have a subdomain, it's its own little world, right? And you really want yes. people to be able to easily navigate between the course and your other products and services, right? Which exactly. Subdomain you can't. So any other advice that you can offer our listener about your product or about online courses that we haven't discussed? Just to keep it simple. Oh, I do have one little thing that like popped into my mind before. I know some people really struggle with like, okay, what is free and what like what content is free and what content is paid? So really good, easy rule of thumb to think about in terms of that is the what is free, the how is paid. So you tell them what to do. But if you actually want the nitty gritty of how to do it, that's in your flagship paid program. Don't give that away for free. So don't complicate this. Just Give them the what's. It's okay. That way they know you know what you're talking about and they start to really trust you and think you're a credible source of information. But the how, and you keep alluding to that even in the online, the, the free course, like, and in our whatever course is your name, we talk more about how to do this. But here we're going to talk about what you need to do and you go off, right? And so don't just just get going with something. That is really great. I'm, I'm thinking, and that's exactly, you know, what is influence marketing? The benefits of influence marketing, really generating demand for a paid course, which shows them how to do it without mm-hmm. giving away the goods in the, or without rolling up the kimono as exactly. heard, um, some marketing speakers say. So <laughs> that's really great advice. Alyssa, thank you so much for your time. Once again, where can people go to grab the two months free trial of your software? That's alish.com, alish with two W's forward slash Neil, N-E-A-L. dot com forward slash N-E-A-L. Alyssa, thank you so much. Wishing you only the best of luck. And thank yeah, you. um, you'll be my accountability partner for my own course. So thank you for I that. I will reach out to you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was a, a, a really powerful interview. And it's always great to hear the stories, I think, behind the companies, behind the product, as uh, we got to do this time with Alyssa. So, you know, I've always looked at creating my own course. It's funny because I ended up creating a course for UCLA extension before creating my own online course. So I'm almost there. That was a really, really good exercise for me. But hey, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would be honored if not only you would hopefully subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, But if you could go to your favorite podcast app player and just, you know, leave a few words or tag me on social media. I mention this a lot, but of all the different content forms, podcasting can be quite, well, I don't want to say lonely, but I really dig staring at a wall and talking to virtual people that I picture on my wall, which are you, even though a lot of you I've never met in person. But hey, it would really mean the world to me. So I'm going to leave it at that. And hey, wherever you are in the world... Uh, I want to remind you to always keep your eye on the goal. And in fact, there is something that I thought of that is even better than that. As I watch my son's soccer games and as I attend these various conferences and talk to a lot of marketers and entrepreneurs and influencers, it's really, you know, put yourself in the game, be a resource, right? Be an option. It's like when you're throwing in a ball at a soccer game, show up, 
check in so that you're an option because otherwise if the person throwing in doesn't have the options you're never going to make a pass and win the game so be an option that's what i'm going to say from now on when i end these podcasts be the option get out there part of being the option is actually showing up 80 percent of success is showing up show up be the option and you'll reap the results or i should say you'll reap the benefits anyway i think you know what i mean all right <laughs> this is the longest ending i've ever done i'll stop here hey until next week be an option. This is your digital marketing coach, Neil Schaefer, signing off. You've been listening to your digital marketing coach. Questions, comments, requests, links, go to podcast.neilshafer.com. Get the show notes to this and 200 plus podcast episodes and neilshafer.com to tap into the 400 plus blog post that Neil has published to support your business. While you're there, check out Neil's digital first group coaching membership community if you or your business needs a little helping hand. See you next time on Your Digital Marketing Coach.